host Keith the Madman Coming straight to you with movies, cigars, and a brew Discussing movies while kicking back Whether they are good or they're bad With the hottest movies and non-release I am talking about details and what I see So tune into the podcast while I vent With reviews, news, and nonsense, yeah And now... Recorded live from the capital of the first state of these great United States, Keith. So I had to include a little bit of the music from uh, the movie that we're going to talk about tonight, which obviously with the title Sing Street, you know there's going to be a lot of um, music involved with it. And and truly, this harkens back to my own personal journey through life um, growing up in the 80s. But you know, so let's get into it. So, so we have this was directed by uh, John Carney, and, and it uh, stars uh, Ferdia Walsh Pilo, uh, Aiden Gillen. Uh, I don't know if it's Gillen or Gillen, but um, you'll you'll recognize him from uh, Game of Thrones as uh, Littlefinger. Um, and then there's Maria Doyle Kennedy, Jack Rayner, Lucy Boynton, Kelly Thornton. Um, so this is. A movie that I'd go on to say that was um, one that uh, sort of restu- restored my faith in movies in 2016. I've seen a few movies uh, at Tribeca that was pretty good, um, and uh, a couple other movies around the same time. But in general, it's been a lackluster year, as I've said before. Um, but uh, this movie kind of brings it all back, and uh, you know makes makes it a little bit better maybe for 2016, you know, if you're in your forties like myself, um, and spent most of the eighties growing up in a world that was, um, you know, you know, recoiling from the seventies, uh, and the bell bottoms and, and all the, uh, and we embraced big hair and guys wearing lipstick, then, you know, this movie is going to be really for you. Um, this is the first one I think Ferdy Walsh Pilo has ever done. He's got he had some other uh, credit in his IMDb, but he hasn't really done anything at all. And he comes in as Connor, who is later uh, dubbed Cosmo um, by Rafina, who's who's played by Lucy Boynton. And um, he at the at the start of the movie, you find out that he's got a broken home, and um, his uh, parents are really, you know, like at the point of getting a divorce and they're, they're on their on hard times in Dublin and they are, uh, they, they send him to a school that's cheaper for them. And this is sin street. It's a Christian brother's school. Um, so they're trying to save money and, and he, you know, kind of comes in, it looks a little bit rough compared to where he used to be. He's, you know, he doesn't quite have the same, uh, accent that they do, and I can't quite place it because I guess if you were very familiar with Dublin, you could you could place the two accents and understand that he seems to be a little bit higher of class than the people that he's going around now. Um, but he spots this girl across the street 
who's uh, smoking cig- cigarettes and seems to be older than him at the start of this movie. And, um, you know, he seems really young at the beginning of the movie. And, and she's only supposedly in the movie a, a, about an older, a, a year older than him. And, and uh, she's saying that she's, you know, waiting, um, you know, for somebody and she will soon, you know, like be going to uh, London to start her modeling career. And, you know, so this is a this is a small town Dublin crew that's, you know, looking to, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, England as the promised land and going to London, London and making making her name and. It was really uh, kind of strange because I've actually been in Dublin and taken that ferry that they were looking at going out to Hollyhead, and I've done that before. I've crossed the Irish Sea, so it uh, was pretty fantastic the way that they. Uh, for me, it was a little bit like I, I've actually done that trip. I've watched that boat go from there, headed to Hollyhead. I know exactly what they're talking about, and it was it was it was kind of cool in that way, but also. All the '80s stuff that's in it. I mean, this movie appealed to me from 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 so many levels. I mean, it really felt like it was authentic and innocent, which is tough to do because obviously we're pretty far removed now. Um, you know, this is like you know more than 30 years later, and uh, you're trying to pull off a movie that's all about Duran Duran, Depeche Mode, and The Cure. And I, I'll be honest, I didn't. Those were never really my bands. Um, when I grew up, the first uh, cassette and that's that's this weird looking device that nobody of this generation would even know what it is but uh you know my first cassette was acdc back in black and uh, but i will say my second cassette was duran duran notorious because i got to listen to and i don't i don't know why i loved it but i think that little thing where they did in the beginning uh where they went um notorious and it did sort of like backwards it just really I, I don't I loved it and um, it was a, it was a good clean song and I, and I was into Duran Duran a little bit but to be honest that was never my thing I was not into that new wave that whole thing that sort of happened in the 80s I was completely into the Motley Crue and uh, well it was later it was Warrant but you know and then I got into Metallica I got into all these other bands ACDC I was a hard rock guy and metal and hair bands um, more than I was the new wave uh, element of um, that was out there but this movie was really about that wave of stuff in England and uh, the the kids they had playing it were fantastic. The music was great and authentic to the time. And what was even more, uh, you know, comical to some extent was how they played in the visual aspects of those different bands and how um, they they had uh, Connor, you know, try to adapt his music and and style to those bands, whatever was coming up uh, in the moment that he wanted to follow. Uh, they completely did it, and I, I actually thought it was pretty good, and and, and I enjoyed it. Um, you know, at the heart of this movie, it was about a love story, but you know, to some extent, where he wanted um, to uh, get the attention of this girl, and that's how most you know most bands are formed that way. So it's not that's not uh, any knock against it because that's that's kind of I think the reason why a lot of guys get into bands because they want to be cool and play music and have girls like them, um, you know. But there was so much in this movie about uh, also about looking at dreams and how those dreams can be shattered 
and uh, you know uh, what not chasing what you really want to do in life um, you know can turn out poorly for you I mean there was his brother was a was a uh, somebody who kind of followed his, what his father wanted him to do and his mother wanted to do and went to college. And, you know, he also wanted to play music, but, you know, he was sort of a pothead and he didn't do any of those things. And, and uh, he, he kind of inspired his brother to some extent, though his brother was, uh, you know, sort of didn't really understand it. Connor didn't know that. But, you know, so he he sort of did what his parents wanted him to do and didn't follow his own dreams and then failed at doing what his parents wanted to do. His sister is sort of headed down the same path to some extent in the movie. She is somebody that wanted to do art, but she's being more practical. And maybe she'll succeed. Uh, she seems to be excelling at school and doing what her parents want to do. And at the same time, for all the stuff that the parents are leading, you know, young Connor and the family on into doing... The parents are, you know, headed to a divorce and, you know, the, the father and the mother are not getting along and never got, they weren't supposed to be together to begin with. And, um, you know, that's a tried and true tale that, you know, so many and maybe close to home understand why and how that would happen. Um, uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, this was a great movie on so many levels, uh, you know, and I won't give away, obviously, the ending, but I thought it was it was good. And, uh, you know, um, uh, just the, the entire essence of this movie was fantastic. Um, this is one that I highly recommend personally. I think it's, uh, something that, uh, if you grew up in that time period, you can relate to it. You'll like the music, you'll tap your toes, even if you don't like the music. I, I mean, you know, I didn't like that style of music growing up, but I remember it and how it permeated our, you know, uh, the culture of the time and, and you can feel that, uh, in it. Um, and it's definitely of a generation that's not now, and it's distinctive. And uh, I think that's something that's uh, excellent. I, you know, I kind of look, you know, I know what the '90s were because the '90s were so so uh, um, formative for me. Because probably more so than the '80s, even '80s were a part of my history. It kind of led into the '90s, but the '90s is what I identified with. Um, you know, as I moved into like you know my high uh, my cu last couple of years in high school and into college. But this this was great, and um, I know there's a lot of people that will really identify with it because it's got all that stuff that you know from the from the uh, you know the um, pretty in pink and all those things. You can just completely get that vibe, and it, it was done authentically. Maybe even more so than some of those movies, although you know they were of the times themselves. So um, it, it was good. I'm going to give this an A. This is one of the better movies I've seen this year. Restores a little bit of faith this year. And um, I have a couple other movies that I've seen, and I've done a couple Tribeca ones. This is not a Tribeca movie, um, but... Um you know, go see this one if you're if you're have any ilk for the '80s or any nostalgia in you. Uh, I highly recommend. You have been listening to the movies, cigars, and a brew podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Find reviews of other movies, cigars, and beers at moviescigarsandabrew.com. Give a like on Facebook or follow Keith on Twitter at Movie Cigar Beer. Your trailer is coming up next. Your mother and I really are under a lot of pressure at the moment. We had a look at our accounts and... We're taking you out of school. We're not taking you out of school. We're transferring you. Some dreaming of 
You'll be new then. What's your name? Connor Lawler. Shut up! We have a black shoe policy here, Mr. Lawler. They're brand, they're quite sensible. They're not black. Who knows what this new prison will do for you? This is your time. You see, it's beautiful. How come you're not in school? I'm a model. Cool. Do you want to be in a video for my band? So if you're in a band, sing me a song. Take on me. We need to form a band. What? Connor's going to band together. Oh, good Jesus. You'd play every instrument on to mankind. Probably. Show them. It's all about the girl, isn't it? What's this? Homework. School in the morning. This is school. Rock and roll is a risk. You risk being ridiculed. Jesus, what are you all wearing? Yeah, we're just working that out. That's great fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Have you kissed her yet? She's got a boyfriend. Pulled off in his car, music blaring. What was he listening to? Genesis. No woman can truly love a man who listens to Phil Collins. So the guy with the car. It's complicated. As long as you're happy. You are truly on a hero's journey. Are you up to that? I think she's just an amazing human being. Think big, Connor. End of term disco at the school hall. I say we ask if we can play it. It's our first gig. It's gonna be amazing. I'll try and come. You have to come. Not exactly the Beatles, is it? I actually love this band. <laughs> <laughs>